Hey, this is Jesse Canton. Man, I am so glad that you took the time to download this podcast. Listen, it's getting ready to be a blessing to you. It is power packed full of wisdom. Listen, as you hear this episode and you maybe you want to be a blessing to this podcast, well, you can hit me up on Cash App. Type in Jesse E. Canty, J-S-S-E, the letter E, C-A-N-T-Y, with the dollar sign, of course. And you can be a blessing. Anything you give will be appreciated. I thank you, and I pray that nothing but God's blessings and his best be upon you. Take care. Hey, this is Jesse Canty with another episode of How Bad Do You Want It? Listen, man, I want to talk to the people that need God's help. I mean, you need his help so bad that if he don't step in, it can't be done. And you're worried. You've been troubled by it. Well, listen here. This episode right here is going to help you out. It's going to be exactly what you need. So get your listening ears on and hear the Lord speak to you. I want to entitle this one, Divine Intervention. Let's go. Yeah, man. Man of To the podcast, from the pulpit, to the podcast, to the podcast, to the podcast, yeah. Jesse Canty, pursuing my destiny, pursuing my destiny, yeah. Tell me, how bad do you want it? Ooh, well, I want this one real bad, and I believe you feel the same way. It's come a time in your life where you need God's help. Well, listen here, man. God is always a very present help in the time of trouble. Listen, thank you for tuning in to another episode of How Bad Do You Want It? I pray that this time you listen to this one and you text somebody when you get through. Send them the link. Tell them to check this message out, man, because it's powerful and it's pertinent to somebody right now. I got something to say. You guessed it. So let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray right now that you uh, speak, God. Come on in, God, and have dialogue with us, God. Not only allow them to hear the words that's coming out of my mouth, but allow both of us to hear the words that is being sent from above from you, God. Let it be embedded within our spirit and nothing can take it away. And we know and increase our faith in you, God, that you're going to move. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This is episode number 202. Yeah, man. I entitled this one Divine Intervention. I'm excited about it. I could have done this one here, man. Waking up straight out my sleep with no notes. Because it's something that I have seen God do. And yeah, sometimes it's not always... It don't always feel good when God intervened because, and if you ever read your Bible right, whenever the Lord would stretch out his hand or send an angel to touch uh, or intervene, but I'm going to say touch, he touch, like he touched Peter. There you go. He touched Peter in prison and the Bible says that the chains fell off. Then the Bible said that the angel smote Peter on the side. Man, let me tell you, when sometime when God intervened, how can I say this? It hurts. <laughs> so I'm telling you, sometimes when God intervened, it hurts, man. I said hoist, but it hurts. I mean, you know, it, it can be physically, let's go scriptures in case they disagree. You can wrestle with an angel and all of a sudden he knocked that hip out of joint, but you got your blessing. So I have to ask you, how bad do you want it? <laughs> 
Because, <laughs> man, if you want God intervention, it's going to come several ways. Listen, I'm going to talk about in this episode where I am going to give you 10 different things that comes along or I guess I would say that comes along with God intervention. It's going to be it's going to be beneficial to you. You might want to write these down. I want to first tell you what is divine intervention? Ah, let me give you a technical definition first. The te- technical definition of divine intervention basically means the involvement of a deity. Well, I don't know about no deity. Let's break this thing down the way I know to break it down. It is when God steps in into your situation. It's the involvement of God in the affairs of human. Say that again, Jesse. Divine intervention. Yeah, man, I need a divine intervention. I want God to intervene in my life. Okay, you know what that means? That means that he's going to get involved into the affairs of your life. It's a it form. It's form can be direct, such as an actual visual or auditory manifestation uh, of God to humans or to you. Or it can be indirect. He can move through different ways and different things. Also, another definition of what is divine intervention is a miracle or act of God that can cause something good to happen or stop something bad from happening in your life. And if you don't get all that definition, you can't remember that divine intervention is when God steps in to your life. I mean, when he can move and you don't even see it with your natural eyes, he can dispatch angels or whatever the situation is. You about to have a car wreck and all of a sudden you name, you call on the name of Jesus. <clears throat> the car spin, the car flip. But when it was all said and done, you were still here. That is a divine intervention. Exodus 23 and 20 says something like this. Behold, I love the scripture. Behold, I sent an angel before you to keep you in the way and to bring you into the place which I have prepared. Do you understand God? That is the scripture there that proves divine intervention. He said, I will send an angel. I will assign to break it down. I will assign an angel to you. Whoever talking to me right now, I don't care what you are facing or what threat have come to you, or maybe you feel alone. <clears throat> you have been assigned by God, a divine presence of the, of an angel that's with you. And he got an assignment on his life is to keep you in the right way and to bring you into the place which God have destined for you to be. So when my theme song says pursuing my destiny, that means that I want to chase only that which God have destined for me to have. Everything is good. Everything that's good, or let's say this way, everything that's a good idea is not a God idea. It can be good for somebody else to pursue, but it's not good for you to pursue. So sometimes we as humans, we get off our path. 
We get our path, our path by being influenced by somebody else. We hang it with the wrong people that makes influence or influence our choices. We can marry the wrong people. We can we can uh, be in the wrong uh, city around working for the wrong job, and it can get us off of our course. This is when God, his insurance policy, like I like to say it, he will dispatch an angel that's already there, I believe, before you were born. The minute you were born, the angel assigned to you. And he is, his job is to keep you in the way and bring you to the place that you destined to be. And he would do it several ways. I want you to listen to this and become aware, more aware that or welcoming of the God's divine intervention. I don't know about you, but I want God to intervene in my life. Now, obviously, I want God to have mercy on me. I don't want him to kill me. I don't want him to, to, to handicap me or nothing like that. But I want God intervention or involvement in my life. One more verse before I give you these points. Isaiah 43 and 2. It says, when you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. When you go through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through that fire, Shaq, me, Shaq and Abednego, you shall not be burned. Neither shall the flame be kindled upon you. That is God's divine intervention. He will be with you in the roughest, most dangerous, most threatening moments in your life. He's with you. Daniel 3, 5. I said I was going to give you no more verses, but I'm going to give you another one right now. Daniel 3, 5 says, he answered and said, but I see four men unbound walking in the midst of fire and they are not hurt. And the appearance of the fourth is like the son of God. That is God's divine intervention. Right when the boys were thrown in the fiery furnace, the fourth man showed up and the Lord intervened. And when the Lord intervened, guess what? When God himself showed up, even the fire no longer had power over those men. When God show up in your life, I don't care if somebody trying to fire you. I don't care if somebody don't want to hire you. I don't care if counselor trying to kill you. I don't care what is it, what somebody trying to shoot you. When the Lord intervened and when he steps in, everything got to come subject. Do you remember when Lot got pulled out of Sodom and Gomorrah and he was sitting there and all of a sudden the angels start to grab his hand and pull him? That is God's divine intervention. When God steps in, he will move in miraculous ways. And what I like about it, he don't ask your opinion about it. God stepped in and made him and moved in Genesis 21, verse 1 and 2. When he, when the Lord visits Sarah and Abraham, Abram, that was divine intervention. God parted the Red Sea, that was divine intervention. God Rain, God rained manna from heaven because his people was hungry. That was divine intervention. Oh, don't let me go to the last one. God prepared a fish to swallow up, to swallow up a disobedient, rebellious prophet. That was divine intervention. That is God's involvement into your life. Now watch this. Whenever God involves into your life, God is be about, he involves himself into our life. These 10 points here, and I got them all starting with the letter P. So it kind of help you to correlate or remember what's been said. Number one, whenever God has divine intervention in your life and you asking him for divine intervention, number one, you got to know it is promised. 
Psalms 91 verse 14 through 15. Answered prayers is your is promised by God. Now these scriptures here that you can go and just go along with these. Matthew 7 and 7, Mark 11 and 24, John 15 and chapter 16, uh, Jeremiah chapter 33, verse uh, 3. If God did not promise to intervene when we face difficulties, then we have no ground to ask for it. But he promised to heal. He promised to deliver. He promised to give you the grace to prosper. He said, I'll be a very present help in the times of trouble. So when you are asking God for divine intervention, you're not really asking for a special uh, hookup. You're standing on what he's already promised. If you are a believer, you have the, uh, that you have the right. You, it is your prerogative or prerogative to ask God for his assistance. When you feel like you can't go no more, all you got to do is ask God to help you. He will intervene into your situation. Number one, it is promise. Number two, it is for a purpose. It is your, it is his promise to you. Number one, number two, it is for a purpose. Every miracle is done to bring glory to God and his name and to advance the cause of the kingdom. Everything God does for you. He don't just do what you ask him to do because you ask him to do it. That's stuff we grew up here hearing. Boy, God do what I ask him to do. He he loved me that much. Whatever I tell him to do, he just do. I'm telling you now, and it's not minimizing God. In fact, it is magnifying God. He does nothing for you and I that is not connected to his purpose for you. Everything it must go along with his will. Because whatever God does, it multiplies. Whatever God does, it cannot die. He don't waste time throwing rocks at the tree to make you laugh. Anything God moves or intervene, anytime God moves or intervene into the earthly realm, it is on purpose. That means it is an agenda behind it. It is a reason He's never doing it to make you feel good. This is the thing that, that gets me as having a background in church. Whenever the Lord would send a word to somebody and prophesy and they really needed it, all of a sudden they get to jumping. And I'm not against running around the church and jumping. I'm not against that either. But I am against when you jumping and falling and, 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 and just laying out and you don't know or haven't fully received what was said. And it used to come to my spirit all the time and say this to the people. God did not show up on that Wednesday night or that Sunday evening or that revival to give you a prophetic word to make you happy. No, he showed up to give you an assurance. He doesn't just want to make you happy because feelings change. They can be happy during service and then all of a sudden you're distraught the next morning. It is for a purpose. God has prayers that are in line with his will and purpose and so that his name would be glorified. If it ain't bringing God glory, 
that I'm pretty sure it ain't something that God wants a part of your story. It's got to be for his purpose. That's number two. You want God intervention? Number three, it is always pure. Number one is promise. Number two is for his purpose. Number three, it is pure. God will never employ an unholy. Let me say it again, man. God will never employ an unholy means to solve your problems. How we're talking about God intervention. Oh man, God sent this man into my life and all of a sudden he ain't married me yet, but we done had three kids. God intervened. God never intervenes in an unholy manner. It's against his word and against his will and against who he is. Everything God does has pure motives behind it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Whenever you think something have came into your life and it's not making you more of what God does. Excuse me. It's not making you become more of what God created you to be. It's taking you the opposite. Don't consider or count that as God intervention. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. God has blessed us to have listeners all around the world. And I thought to myself, I said, maybe there's somebody that wants you to have a prayer request. I want you to pray with them concerning anything, your family or whatever it is. If that's be so, listen, drop me an email at jessecantypodcast at yahoo.com. J-S-S-E-C-A-N-T-Y podcast at yahoo.com. I would love to hear from you. I love to pray with you. And I want you to have a blessed day. You have to look back then and realize Maybe this is an intervention. Oh, I'm going to say something that's going to involve definitions. It's very simple. You have to hear this. Every divine intervention is not a godly intervention. There are sometimes the enemy can send things or intervene in your life or put temptations before you. And you tend to think it was godly capital G and it wasn't. So if it's not pure, or for your good, or pushing you towards your destiny, or more importantly, align with the word and will of God over your life, then it's not godly divine intervention. God's intervention will be pure. Number four, God's divine intervention is always powerful. Did you hear what I said? It is powerful. It's so powerful that nothing can stop it. Oh, if I get the time just to talk about the angels in scripture, I believe it was if if my memory served correctly. And it was one place in the Bible where one angel uh, killed over, I think it was either 800 or 80,000 people in a day. I forgot the number, but it was so many thousands where it actually equated out because there's 84,000 seconds in a day. I think he killed over 160,000 people. That means every second for 24 hours, the angel slayed at least two people. Read your Bible. It's a bloody book. But that telling you, but it's showing you the power of God. When God intervenes, it is powerful. When God stretches forth his hands to deliver, nothing can turn it back. 
Age is not a barrier. The size or, or of your strength or your determination of your enemy or of you cannot stop God. Time cannot stop God. The gravity or gravity of your situation cannot stop God. There is no problem. There, let me say that again. There is no problem that's too heavy or that's too big that intimidates God and he can't move on. When God get to intervening in your life, man, everything that had you bound, Peter, every shackle that was on you, it has to release. Whether it's the power of fire that's trying to just consume you figuratively or literally Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego again, Hebrew boys. No matter what it is, whether it's the water that's designed for you to sink, if God intervenes, it, it even it's more powerful. It's so powerful it can overcome the laws of nature. Do you understand what I'm saying? God, God's enemies submit to him because of his great power. And that's Psalm 66 and 3. Pharaoh and his stubbornness was broken. Because of the intervention of God. You ain't getting what I'm saying. Let me come right down your street. Your enemy, the one that's on your job, or the thing that's threatening you right now, is not more powerful than God. When God get through intervening in a situation, every one of them will end up disappointed and powerless. Number five. Number four is powerful. Number five, the intervention of God is peculiar. I love this one, man. It's peculiar. I mean, God can achieve the same results through diverse ways. And I'm so many avenues he can take. It is strange. He may not deal the same with everybody's problems the same way. Once he healed a blind man by laying hands on him. Another time he spit on the ground, mixed mud with it, rubbed it in his eye, told him to go wash in the pool, and he did it that way. You may think your problem is peculiar, but God will give you a peculiar solution as well. When God intervenes, he can do it different ways. Oh, I got this problem on my job. I need God to intervene. Then all of a sudden you get fired. <laughs> Oh, this can't be God. Well, he intervened and he shut that door, but he opened up another. And God has different ways to do it. So you better be careful and be put on your spiritual glasses so you can recognize it's him that's intervening because he, he does it in peculiar ways. Number six, not only is peculiar, not only is powerful, not only is pure and et cetera, it is also sometimes progressive. Yeah, man. I said the intervention of intervening of God sometimes is progressive, just like the healing may be instantaneous at times. That's divine intervention. But also, uh, sometimes it's often progressive. Mark 8, 22, verse 26, where Jesus healed that blind man. Uh, he did it in phases. Did you hear what I said? That first ministration was seeing men walking as trees. And then after the Lord touched him again, his vision became perfect. God intervened in his life, but it was progressive. The same thing can happen with you. <clears throat> Whether it's trying to get a job or trying to get deliverance or whatever it is, your divine intervention can occur in phases. 
Sometimes God will allow it to happen in phases to test your to test your faithfulness. He moved the pillar of fire behind the children of Israel to prevent Pharaoh from advancing. And then all of a sudden, when they had to shift and start to go where they need to go, he moved it in front of them so they could follow it. The divine intervention can come through phases. I've seen that in my life where I had to literally walk by faith and keep my spiritual antennas up every day because God was intervening in a situation. And I could I had to be careful not to miss him because he did it in a progressive manner. Number seven, not only God's intervention is progressive, but is also recipient recipient. Uh, participatory. <laughs> I know that's a big word and you know, I didn't come up with it myself. It is recipient, recipient participatory, which means just like you can shut the God, uh, shut the devil out. Sometimes you can shut God out. Now, listen, I didn't say you can shut God down. I didn't say you can stop God. I said you can turn God down and you may shake your head. I disagree with that one, but let me tell you something. If that's the case, then why would he say it's not my will that any should perish, but people are perishing every day. He told us it is not his will that people die and perish, but they are perishing every day. How can that be so? Because they did not participate in the intervention or receive God. You can't shut them down, but you can shut them out. You cannot change what you permit. So there's some things that when God intervene, you must stop permitting to happen so you can receive the, uh, uh, the miracle or the move that God is doing for you. Your faith is absolutely essential. You must participate. Okay. The angels pulled Lot out of Sodom and Gomorrah. But I promise you, Lot had the um, he had the ability or the freedom of choice to take his hand from the angels and say, no, I'm staying here. I don't believe they would have have uh, have picked him up and threw him out of there. He had to receive or participate in the intervention plan. When God move, you got to do your part. In other words, number eight, the intervention of God is programmed. Yeah, man, it's programmed. That means it takes place. You hear this? Watch this. It will take place on God's own timing, not necessarily when you expect it. You're not God. You can't tell him when to move. We don't know enough. He holds the time. He sees tomorrow. He sees 50 years from now, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It is program. A good illustration of this is the raising of Lazarus in John chapter 11, man. And Jesus took some four days to come back after the message got to him. Meantime, Lazarus, <clears throat> Lazarus died. People got weary. People had an attitude, but it was the timing of God while he, as he intervened. It is program. Get with God's program. Number nine, two more and I'm done. It's his intervention is always perfect. It is always perfect. It is complete. <laughs> Let's stay with Lazarus. Lazarus, well, this was time what we missed. Lazarus not only was raised back to life, but he was healed of the sickness that originally killed him. 
Do you understand what I'm saying? So when God intervened, he didn't just raise them back to life. He, you never hear about that sickness that caused Lazarus to die. Because the intervention of God is perfect, man. He raised Lazarus. Uh, he raised Jesus. I mean, he raised. He was raised bound, but Jesus then commanded that Lazarus be loosed and let, or uh, loosed and release. He raised you, but he he intervened, but he do it in a perfect manner. Last but not least, number ten, the divine intervention of God. It is permanent. Jesus, not Jesus, excuse me. The Lord told uh, told the told uh, uh, Moses and them. He said, "These enemies you see today, you will see them again no more forever." There is an intervention, a divine intervention, that when God step in, things will permanently change. This that you are worrying or crying about now, you won't worry or cry about it no more again. There are some enemies that God will will. And when I say enemies, not just people, but even things It can be cancer, sickness, whatever it is. There are some things that God, when he intervened, you will never see it again. My God is so powerful. That whenever he steps in. He has the power to shut everything down. Divine intervention is what you need. When you find a situation that's beyond you, you need to know that it's beyond you. And that's when you decrease so that he can increase. God has you covered, but you must Openly, I believe you. He wants us to pray and begin to request for His divine intervention. My mama would say it like this: "Just said you better ask God to step in and have His way, and He can move through you. He can move for you. He can move on you, and He's always always can move around you." You just have to be in a place where you discern that God is using whoever it is or whatever it is, is intervening. And you, when you see it, all you got to do is submit to it. And you'll see a miracle that you couldn't even make up on your own. I promise you, God got you. No, I love you. Be blessed. Hey, business owners, this is Rashad Brown with SwipeFast, located in Columbia, South Carolina. We are excited to be partnering with Jesse E. Canty in the How Bad Do You Want It podcast. Since 2017, SwipeFast has been helping business owners like you save up to 99% in their debit and credit card processing fees. So if you process business to business or business to consumer payments, we have solutions that will meet your needs and would love to hear from you. You can reach us at SwipeFast.com forward slash save. That's swipe, spelled with the Y, or contact us at 1-800-597-0713. Don't forget to let us know that Jesse E. Canty sent you. Have a blessed day.